Hello, welcome to What's the Tea. He's R to the Edgy. And she's Nick Jew. Hi. Hey. We haven't been here in a couple of weeks. What's going on with you? Happy New You. Happy New Me. They said that lady been climbing up them motherfucking stairs since 2014. Has she really? Or 2015, one of them years. My God. She's doing um, that. What's she looking for? I saw one where she was walking into polygamy, child. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> not polygamy, father. Listen, life is a journey, not a destination. The I thing mean, that I don't understand about polygamy is like, you only have one penis. None of us can have a side. Wait, what's and we the, can't. Um... We can't be lesbians. What's the femme friendly version of that? Misandry? No, I'm making sure. No. But, so po- 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 polygamy. <laughs> uh, polygamy is the umbrella term. Uh, polygyny and poly. Po- polygyny and shit. Polygyny. I'm going to get it right now, is the most common form of polygamy where the man has multiple wives. Uh-huh. And then with a woman. Oh, God. Polyandry, I want to say, is when it's the woman has multiple husbands Uh, yes so polygamy is the blanket term for plural marriage got it polygyny polyandry one woman multiple husbands polygyny one husband multiple wives aha got you but polyamory so i controversially believe that polygamy is under the umbrella of poly of 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 non-monogamy uh, so the umbrella would be non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. And underneath that are polyamory, open relationships, swinging, monogamish, uh, and then, you know, everything else under the sun. Right. I think, in my humble opinion, that people who are polyamorous look down on polygamists, but it's truly a polyamorous relationship with a one penis policy. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a one penis policy, except for that it's not, it's really a a polyamorous man married to a bunch of monogamous women, which most polyamorous people will tell you is an acceptable dynamic, especially if everybody consents to it. I just like equity, which is why I don't fuck with polygamy. And also like the other very obvious reasons, the misogyny, the abuse, the <laughs> pedophilia, whatever. So like if it's all consenting adults and those women are truly monogamous and want a family-like situation with a husband and their sister wives, like, fuck yeah. Like why, why I got shit to say about that? What you eat, don't make me don't shit. Don't make me shit. Um, and I think a lot of us have been introduced to pl- the bad polygamy. Yeah. I mean, if you want to keep it a bean, it's all bad and fucking patriarchal and capitalistic or whatever. But like, as long as everybody has autonomy, I don't give a fuck. Correct. 
All right. Well, thank you. That's been this week. See you later. What's the tea? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, What's going on? Yeah. So Christmas happened. Uh, the some nominations. Came, the Golden Globe came out while we was gone, girl. I can't believe that. I don't feel like talking about that, but I'm just saying it happened. <laughs> you said I am not talking about that bullshit. Um, not that it's just you know, like I never feel qualified to talk about like television stuff because I barely watch any TV. I probably watch more TV this last year than I have in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I don't watch movies any longer because I just don't go to the movie theater. So I'm like, yay, good for them. Right. I don't have an opinion. Yeah. You're like, I think whatever. there's like always going to be some disappointing snubs. There's always going to be some like people you're really happy for and rooting for. So like when those awards happen, we could talk about it after. But for now, I truly don't give a fuck. Really. <sighs> I, amen. I don't have, this is the thing. Okay. So this is the present version of me. Uh-huh. Who is she? I, I, she doesn't have a lot of extra energy. So I am not devoting energy to things that really don't matter to me in the long run. Um, Anything that has me excited currently, I'm going to expend only a nominal amount of energy to that. And then if it's like sustainable, I'll give it a, a sustainable amount of energy over a long period of time. I don't have any energy for anything that isn't reciprocal. And Amen. I do not, and I do not mean like always every day on a 50-50 basis. You and I, for example, we have known each other for a very long time. We are fucking one soul inhabiting two bodies. It's about to be 15 years. Yeah. Like this shit is reciprocal than a motherfucker. Right. Sometimes we communicate more than we do other times, but I don't ever feel like we have to start over or whatever. No. Um, what I mean is in a situation where this sort of uh, commitment hasn't been established where it feels like one person is doing the heavy lifting. I'm not her any longer. I'm not lifting anything anymore. Exactly. Uh, I don't, I do not dream of labor at all. I do understand that all relationships require work, but they should not require labor. If our communication starts to feel laborious for me then we need to examine then i don't want to anymore <laughs> right so that's that's this new nicole is like oh look some shit that i barely know about that i don't super care about y'all have fun <laughs> <laughs> not y'all have fun have fun no shade like is that is that what you care about i'd love y'all that for it. you yeah I love y'all got it. I think 2023 is my year of y'all got it. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. <laughs> I got to leave. So I pack my bags and I'm going. I hate that I was in a production of that show where the wizard couldn't sing and that was cut. You wanted a whole lot of magic for me. <laughs> y'all got it is is that girl. Correct. And and when I used to say y'all got it, it was in the shady way of like, oh, y'all idiots want to be mad about this dumb shit. Y'all got it. Or like, I'm not arguing. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you stupid motherfuckers. Y'all got it. Um, now it's more like, oh, is that what you want to do? Oh, okay. Well, y'all got it. 
This doesn't need any input. No, I agree with y'all, stupid motherfucker. <laughs> it is fucking iconic. That was that was my energy for, for the past several years, but now it's more it's more evolved to, um, whatever this is. Y'all don't need my input one way or another. Y'all got it. Y'all y'all fucking have it. And it is the wisdom to know. When, first of all, nobody asked you. Second of all, nobody really cares what you have to say. And the people who do care, they'll come find you and ask you for your input. Correct. (laughs) Otherwise, shut the fuck up. (laughs) No one needs to know what I don't like. Every once in a while, I am going to put a motherfucker on the timeline and be like, drag her. (laughs) Because some people need a cute dragging. Are they going to learn anything from the dragging? No. Probably not. (laughs) Should you still drag them? Yes. Because sometimes it's fun to drag somebody who is being utterly stupid on purpose. Yeah. Stupid or obtuse or any of that shit. Absolutely. But other than that, girl, I don't. Why do y'all care what Donald Trump is saying? Who? Exactly. I don't know her. The bitch with the Chinese bank accounts? The the bitch who said they paid millions of dollars in taxes and they didn't? They do, just to other countries. And like, again, they're putting up, like, I get it. You're trying to drag her. I know this is where it gets cloudy. Make your own rules. These are mine. I understand that like you want to drag her for saying something stupid because the, the tweet in question was a screenshot of his message on whatever fucking Hitler, 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 Hitler they use, whatever the fuck that shit is called, um, versus Joe Biden's like Mer- happy new year message. And of course one was like the ramblings of a man, baby, narcissistic, fucking neanderthal and one was like grampy joe wishing people a happy new year like we already know what this motherfucker leftist like why y'all doing that but you know what y'all got it y'all got it who fucking cares i'm so tired i have bills like and i I understand if we ignore him he won't go away but if we ignore him then the media will ignore him because the only reason why they keep feeding us these stories about him is because we care so much. Well, no, I don't think that that will happen because- Well, also because he's about- People. Well, he's also about to be indicted. Right. Right. We hope. Grr. Um, Listen, uh, y'all got it. (laughs) Uh, What's the tea? Um, I- Oh man, I'm just like, (laughs) I'm really happy that this um, really like painful, embarrassing legal situation is over. For? For the people. Oh, um, you mean Daystar um, versus the state of California or whatever? Correct. Um. Yeah, we could talk about that. I, uh, I'm so happy it's over. Like, yeah. And I need Cardi B to send Meg her entire roster of lawyers. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody. Sue everybody, sis. Sue, Sue everybody. everybody. 
I know that the Bible tells us not to be litigious, but we're no sue. What everybody. Bible verse is that? <laughs> I think there is something in there about being litigious, overly litigious. Um, sue everyone, sue people who fucking tweeted. I would be so petty. I would have my lawyers finding people with like 38 followers who was pushing misinformation and be like, put them on the suit as well. Your Name whole, them. Rummy, your whole, if you collected a cent, yeah. one cent, if you earned yeah. one cent, run it to me. Yeah. Add their name. Add them. Because there is no fucking way that like, and, sh- and the crazy thing is like, she tried to protect him at first. Okay. So I, Yes. I watched her live um, where this all started, where she first started talking about it. And for the majority of the clip, it was more so, it was less about protecting Tori and more about protecting herself. Like from her own mouth, she was like, we are black. Like that was her main concern. It was like a bunch of black people with a gun and the LAPD. Her, her, Her first person she was protecting was Megan Pete. Correct. And then in the last like 10 seconds of the video, she was like, I didn't know what would happen to Tori if I told them people, he, you know, whatever. So, but like on the forefront of her mind was, I am a black person in a, in a rich neighborhood with a gun in the car. Correct. I don't know what they're going to do to me. To me. And I have a lot to lose. Yeah. Yeah. And like the thing, cause to me, like, I don't know her. I don't know him. But why would she lie and say that she got shot? If, if in fact, what happened was somebody shot a gun in a vehicle and the glass burst and she then got her feet cut on the glass, the, the truth of the matter is somebody shot a gun Correct. in the fucking discharged. car. Discharged. At or through or whatever. That... Like the thing that has boggled my mind since the beginning is the facts are somebody shot this girl. Correct. Period. Correct. I don't care if it was by accident. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it was a scuffle because the weapon was discharged. Doesn't matter. Somebody shot her. Doesn't matter. And it was four people in the car, one of whom was driving the car, one of whom was shot, and then it was two other people. Doesn't matter. So one of y'all shot her. And from the very beginning, everybody has been saying it was one particular person. Everybody. So then it was, she didn't get shot. This girl came on her live very early in the game and was like, no, he fucking shot me. Uh, And then it was... Well, they were having a scuffle and he shot her out of, um, to protect himself, which I'm glad that went away really quickly because if you're licking some man's asshole, him about to get his ass beat by a woman and having to shoot her to win is probably not the thing you want to pump out about your king. At all. And then it was Kelsey shot her. No, before that it was, she did not get shot at all. It was just glass. And so everybody was like, okay, well, what about the bullet fragments that were pulled from her feet from the hospital report? Damn. And then people started going up for Tory Lanez. And I do not say this in the shady way. I don't know who the fuck that is. I don't know if he's a singer. I don't know if he's a rapper. I don't know who the fuck that is. 
I, he, the only reason I know who, the only reason I've heard of that recording artist is because they had a feature on a JoJo song mm. and that's it. Never heard of them before, after, or since. So a singer? Uh, rapper, question mark? Okay. Whoever it is, I know the music is not good enough for people to be defending him like this. Nobody's music is good enough for you to and be defending anybody like that. No one. But at least if he was like putting out banger after banger after banger on if album Beyonce after shot album, somebody, I'd be like, y'all, Beyonce shot somebody. But I would understand why people would be defending her. Like I'm gonna throw <laughs> I'm gonna throw myself on this hill and I'm gonna die for my queen because she is a talented musician who has given me so much joy through her music, who has contributed to the culture. It's the R. Kelly argument. This is why people don't wanna believe that Bill Cosby is the most prolific racist of rapist who, <laughs> uh, of our time because Ooh, they enjoy his work. Yeah. So when it was this person, I was like, okay, so now we just are blatantly, openly hating black women because you can't even hide behind no. the music on this one. The talent, the anything. Like, who is this person? Correct. And then since then, which one of the people in the car has been in trouble again? He beat up August Alsina. Wait, what? He had an altercation with August Alsina. Child, you know. Hold on. And they were trying to say it was a lie. So I didn't really, you know. Uh, but there was like video of it. But people were trying to say that it was like a fight. Uh, so dumb. It's September. Yeah, this happened in September. So dumb. So, uh, so then he's rightfully convicted, not of attempted murder, no. not of fucking whatever. What was the actual charge? It was something like discharging. Like reckless ditch, discharging. Yeah. Some which he charge. did. Correct. Which he did. And so now a phone, a recording of a phone call comes out from him in jail calling Kelsey, oh, dumbass. Even. And he's apologizing. So now they're saying he never said, I shot her. So he's not apologizing for that. Get he's apologizing for causing a rift in her and Kelsey friendship because he tried to fuck Kylie that night or whatever the story is. Get out of here. Like He's so unattractive. Please don't play me for Boo Boo the Fool. Right. Because I'm not her. I, I, I don't just, like, understand. I don't... I'm not saying that if he was attractive, I'd be like, oh, I get it. Like, I would understand why three women were having an issue over him if he was finer. I just, I just don't understand, like, why it was so... And I, okay, here's what I will say. I, it, it takes very little imagination for me to understand why there is an impulse to protect black men. Sure. Like this country is racist. 
there it, it it's danger it's so dangerous to be a black body in this country in the world in this like it's i get it but like huh right and 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 it feels almost a little qanon esque that you're like okay what is the point of no return at which you realize you look and sound fucking dumb Mm-hmm. And then you just like choose to quadruple down, like, no, yeah. Why someone, would you do that? Someone called Super Joint with two R's on Twitter said, "Men want Tory Lanes to be innocent so bad so they can fulfill their bitches be lying fantasy." Correct. Nail on the head. Nail on the head. Correct. Because Correct. of because of all the anecdotal information they will give you about how many women lie on men about sexual assault the actual numbers of women who tell the truth who prosper are basically zero like i just want them to name me i'll start with three three women who after coming forward about a prominent man sexually assaulting them got like a bag a book deal are famous like three names i would like to hear three names of the women who have accused prominent male athletes who have become famous due to that give me three names or singers or whatever and by famous you mean at a net positive not like their name being used derogatorily for the rest of their lives yeah and and even that i would say because the ones who i'm i don't i don't know that i can name a woman who accused a man of sexual assault and her name is being dragged and she's infamous because the women i'm i'm thinking of are like monica lewinsky she did not accuse him of sexual assault uh stormy daniels that was a a paid transaction correct and like superhead but again no accusations of assault correct i would say jaguar jaguar right is the only name that pops up to me and if i said that name in any room most people would not know what the no fuck clue. i'm talking about or who that is no clue. but in specific rooms people know exactly who she is some of them might not know what i'm talking about but i don't but that's the that's the one i've got yeah i just there's no benefit to it now am i saying i'm not saying it doesn't happen i'm sure that there are many cases of men being falsely accused of a lot of things but i want you to tell me when the woman got great benefit out of it as enough that it would be uh you know enticing enough for many women to do it all the time that's what i want to know does not make a stitch dick lick of sense. I also want to know why it is always these low contributing oh, black I was men. Like, what are you about to say? <laughs> the the black men who don't contribute very much to our society or our community, who people are always like, well, they just trying to keep a black man down. He uh, uh he's keeping himself down. Correct. Like, why doesn't somebody get accused of the? Okay, I'll like, give what you one. To accountability, baby. That that why is accountability kryptonite in our community? 
I just like I I I refuse to accept. I fucking refuse to accept that we that there is no middle ground between enabling and enslaving. Like accountability is the space where is the only way that one can prosper. Because we all know the plight of black people in this country, especially black men. We all know that this country has been designed systematically so that it became systemically to see us fail. When the fucking Satan Reagan was in office, all of those welfare benefits, they specifically targeted to not have a man in the house. So people like Sugar Ray Leonard had to fake pretend to not be involved in his children's lives so his wife could get enough food stamps to feed their family because he wasn't able to find consistent work. So we, I know, I fucking know. I will man bash all day, all along with the best of them. But what you should know about me is that I love black men. But the accountability that is lacking in our community and the fucking support that black women give to the people who lack accountability, that shit is troublesome to me. Because yes, black women do it too. Everything you wanna say black men do, yes, I know women are awful and they have this, that, and the third. I'm not talking about that. I do not wanna play the gender fucking war anymore. It is so divisive, it is stupid. Somebody tweeted a thread about this like, how did this become a gender war? Somebody shot somebody. Right. That's wrong. Correct. Period. Correct. There's no I don't excuse. give a fuck. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm I, very glad that justice was served, even though, like, fuck this justice system. Like two times out of a million they get something kind of right but this is what i want everybody to know megan did not take tory to court the state of california did and yes she cooperated first second the audio from the call between him and kelsey was not leaked it is part of public record you know motherfuckers can't read why would rock nation i can't that's it why why i i i can't and so most for, importantly i won't for months people have been arguing about this shit. the call comes out some people are like oh, okay he did that shit. my bad as if that's okay and other people are like he never apologized for shooting her so then there's this all this and i'm like y'all got it because Baby, i'm not doing this i'm not arguing with you dumb motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> this discussion doesn't need my input y'all got it also like for the sake of there's this song that um you know me and anybody who follows me on Instagram knows that my Spotify review says that I'm a bitch who will wear the fuck out of a song. That's, okay. that's me. That's my M-O. That's my okay. M-M-I-O. There's this song by PJ Morton and JoJo, speaking of Tory Lanez, um, called My Peace. And mm-hmm. the lyrics say, I'm done. 
if you're trying to take away my peace, I'm done. Mm-hmm. If you got bad energy, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wearing that bitch out this year and mm-hmm. have to remind myself that like, if you know, because like life is short and I have my own shit to do. And I, I just can't, I can't mm-hmm. because like, what does it, what does it add to my life? And I think you and Charmaine tweeted something similar. It was like, it is so encouraging that on the day that the verdict came out, there were no like ashes on my timeline, which is like proof positive that I've curated my timeline accurately, that I didn't have to like have arguments with people about like whatever, but yeah, no, this is the year of delete and move on. Mm -hmm. It's I'm just, because she's been through so much. She lost her grandmother. She lost her mother. She got fucking shot by her friend. And her other friend was there about how, like how hard it is for her to like live most days. Somebody else tweeted the thread like, as a woman who's been held at gunpoint, hi, me. Uh, it's so disheartening to see so many people willing to jump to the defense of so- and, and then blame us. A- after that verdict was announced, so many black men were like, wow, look at all these black wins, black women celebrating a black man go to jail. Um, he shot somebody? Yeah, like, let's, we're not doing, we're, one of these things is not like the other. I am not a prison abolitionist. Um, but all them abolitionists was like, psych, like, that's why no one takes you seriously. Correct. Some of y'all niggas need to go to, to federal prison. F- federal motherfucking prison. Federal prison. The whole system is fucked. The whole system is fucked. I repeat, the whole system is fucked. There's no way that you can reform jail. But if you, you know, maybe don't allow privatized prisons, you don't allow people to be in subhuman conditions where it is a breeding ground for them to become even more good at criming because they're in there with other criminals who do different flavors of criming. Well, it's also just like no one should be making financial profit off of the incarceration of other human beings. Right, right. That is the largest failure of our criminal justice system. Is that like people, it's profitable to incarcerate people. It's not a And why am I, who has three weed charges in the same jail as a person who committed armed robbery and killed somebody during the commission of the robbery? Murder. And then why is that person in the same jail as a motherfucker who like serial killed, stalked, raped, beat, and ate his victims? Like I don't, it's all fucked up. Um, But I believe that some people need to go to jail. I wish in my Pollyanna fantasy that jail was an actual place of rehabilitation and there was actual, um, what is it called? Revitism, like, things to keep people out of jail once they've been in like oh we want to talk about recidivism recidivism yes we're talking about the back on track program that the vice president started when she was the da listen listen i wasn't gonna go there but you know every time they throw up that meme of kamala them shits were funny on the tory lane's day i will say about her there somebody said now i know why kamala is always cackling down (laughs) like this is fun okay (laughs) like sending niggas to jail is a hoot i Um, lock this nigga up (laughs) but 
Right. But it's really Amy Klobuchar who's your top cop. I keep Correct. saying that and I want y'all to Google it. But yes, you know, um, like she did so much and but you know, whatever she was. So much in jail. because she's black it, it, it all, you know. Anyway, there had to be something wrong. Ask me a question. <sighs> hey Nick Drew. Hey Reggie. What's the tea? Okay, so the tea is <laughs> Miss fucking Cleo. Did you watch the Miss Cleo documentary? No, but I've heard about it. It's on my okay. list. I really enjoyed it. I need to um, finish the circle first. Uh, I'm caught up. There's only like four episodes of the new circle out, um, which we can talk about once you finish. I've got already the big dummy um, from that season. <laughs> uh, but actually, we don't even need to have the award ceremony. Who do we say it was? I mean, it's him. Who? That uh, I almost said Nate Davies child. What's it? What's it? Um, no, the big dummy is the dude from Twelve Dates of Christmas. <laughs> the one. Never mind. Markel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, Markel is the fucking big dummy. I was like the one who was on your dating app. <laughs> yeah, I seen that nigga on Raya, and I was like, I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna swipe right on past because I know I'm black. He ain't gonna. He ain't fucking with me. Yeah, and him and old girl from um, Fuckboy Island, they're tied. Yeah, and I'm so mad that, like, like I get it that they're, like, famous people on Raya, so you don't want people screenshotting famous people's booty holes. Right. But I wish to God, because <laughs> some of the shenanigans I see, I'm like, what? Can you screen record? This? No, no. They're, Damn, they're, like, they're smart. Nigga, we you know gotta... what you're doing. What you got to do is just get somebody to record it on their phone. I need to like, yeah, I need to have someone take a picture of it for another another device. Yeah, yeah, because I need to see. I need the tea. Um, um, so, wait, I have to also tell you about who sent me a message on another app, and I was like, what? What is happening? This are is- you on mic or off? Uh, off. Okay. Um, super so, off. So, Miss Cleo. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Uh. Um, bravo, bravo, bravo. Let me think about that. Okay. Um, so I was very much outside in the 90s when Miss Cleo was a thing. So like, was I. So outside. Like to the point where my audition video for Survivor, I did Miss Cleo and that got me in. Not for Survivor because, <laughs> Jesus, Lord, God, no. Um, but the, it got me in for Big Brother mm-hmm. and I made it into like in-person interviews in in San Francisco right before LA. Um, and then they kept me on their little, you know, role for a very long time until finally I was like, oh, I don't want to be on television. Right. Um, but I was like, call me now and whatever. And they thought that shit was really fucking hilarious. Um, so... The documentary really tries to answer the question, like, who actually is Miss Cleo? Right. So there is some footage of her doing footages. a document, foot, some footages of her doing a documentary from like 2012, where she is fully speaking in that Jamaican accent. Um, they have found her birth certificate. She was born in Los Angeles. But what? this, like, this diasporic cultural whatever academic lady was like the thing is though like in jamaica other parts of the caribbean african diaspora all over the world government papers aren't really as important to identity to us 
as they are to anybody else. Like it, you, it's just different shit popping in Jamaica. Like you could have definitely been born in Los Angeles, brought back and raised in Jamaica. Like that makes sense. But she was like, everybody I know who is Jamaican knows that that was a fake accent. So then they found, um, she was a part of this like regional theater in Seattle. I'm sorry, Uh, what? (laughs) And she was there. It was the, I wanna say Langston Hughes Theater in Seattle. Um, I don't know if that counts as regional, but. You know that's the building where I directed my production of Amen Corner. Are you fucking kidding? Well, you will very much recognize parts and probably people in this documentary. Yeah, the Langston Hughes Center for the Performing Arts is absolutely where yeah. my production of Amen Corner was. Yeah, and they Holy interviewed shit. three people, four people from that company. So they were like, "She didn't have a." This is like 1991, like three or four years before everything pops off. She didn't have a Jamaican accent when she was here, like that nobody ever fucking heard of that so she was hired to develop a play Uh, no first she came in with a script did like a showing of a play that went over reasonably well so they hired her to like develop another one and basically they gave her a sum of money and with that money she was supposed to pay the people that get paid you know uh sometimes actors but crew whatever whatever and apparently no one got paid and she like took the money, bounced, nobody ever heard of her. And then like four or five years later, they were like, oh my God, when they saw her on television, she went by her government name, like a nickname. And, but her middle name is something Cleo. So then this dude says that they worked at this like public television station. They had the psychic network. There was this one other black lady that everybody loved, but she was leaving. And so they were trying to replace her. They put on this dreadful white lady who was just like awful, awful, awful. Um, Not a tarot reader, just not a great personality, like grandma. And Cleo worked behind the scenes, like in a camera operator or something. And she said something to somebody about having performance experience. And she basically they put her on and she was like i'm gonna read my way like no script whatever and they loved her so this is where the story shifts right so she becomes then this miss cleo character people who knew her before are like this is fully a character people who knew her from 1996 on are like no this is who this lady is like she was really deeply into her spiritual practice she had an altar she took her tarot reading seriously she spoke in this accent off camera so unfortunately she passed but in her interview she was saying how she was taken advantage of so eventually the psychic network got sued and eventually she was named in one of the lawsuits. Oh shit. Because of her likeness. But she was like in a 360 deal. She never made any money off of being Miss Cleo. Like enough to live really? off of. But she was not making like money, money, money. Those two men who own that company were the ones who made billions of dollars off of her likeness, off of her yeah. character. That's <sighs> yeah. And she died of cancer. Um, and she didn't have any black people in her life at all, which is probably why she was able to, you know, be this character for 365. Cause that's what the, the historian lady was saying was like, anybody who's ever known a Jamaican knows how fake that accent is. Yeah. And also, you know, like 
Yeah, if there were people in her life who genuinely loved her and cared about her, they'd be like, girl, go <laughs> what are you doing? Like, so apparently she w- she had told everyone that she was adopted into this family with like eight or nine children by a Jamaican person. Um, but that might have just, I don't know, like, that's true. And then it, she was taken to like an all white private school growing up. So she experienced a great deal of anti-blackness because of her size and her features and whatever. So like, I think she jumped into this character to, okay. to escape and, and her partner, a long-term partner was saying that she had like multiple personalities. Like she would introduce herself as Ooh, these other So like, yeah, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, watch it. It just made, it made me very sad to know that she never made any money off that shit. And then like how unethical the whole shit was. And like, obviously I don't feel that sorry for people who were spending their mortgage on the psychic networks, no. but they were also scamming people, like taking money from people who had never called and shit like that. So right. all bad, all fucking bad. Watch that shit. No, I, I, I do feel really bad for people like, you know, the desire to be a professional performer runs deep in a lot of mm-hmm. people. And I think there are lots of ways that that desire can atrophy if yeah. you don't feel like your gifts and talents are being recognized or you don't feel like you have the opportunities that you deserve and like it just it felt it it felt like the straight line from disappointed actor to like um manipulated person at the center of this like really shitty you know toxic business model Mm -hmm. just felt like it was really sad yeah and I hate that you know there were many victims and two people made a shit ton of money and and bounced but at least she was able to be exonerated from that second court case because you know whether or not you want to say that what she was doing was unethical she was lying she was faking like that's I don't we really don't know definitively like she could have definitely been like really a tarot reader and in touch with the spiritual world and a mystic and this Miss Cleo character was like fake or all of it was fake who knows um but in her mind she from her mouth she was helping people right which is like uh, right okay, sis. right Oh my God. Are you, wait, so on the wig cap, um, yeah. you said you wanted to talk about something on the right. That was day. it. That was it. The okay. Miss Cleo documentary. I wanted to make sure I did not forget to talk about it. Are you, I mean, we've done so many versions of this over the, I can't believe it, 15 years that we've known each other. That is yeah. crazy. It is wild. I had to do the math seven different times to be like, is that right? I is don't that... even know. Is it 2008? Yeah. Is that 2008. It is okay. now 2023. That is 15 years. It's wild. Um, So I know that you have your September tradition. Yeah. Are you doing anything special for the month of January? Not really. Um, It feels like... I didn't really want to like do a look back or what, because like 2022, it wasn't like a baby. It wasn't 
like it's hard to describe because I was like, I don't even really know like what happened this year. And I was like trying to look back at Instagram to see if I could like catch glimpses of something and you know, like hallelujah, glory to God. There were no pictures of me admitted into a hospital from last year. I had one IV and it was to take a test which I passed in Jesus name. So like health wise, I I think that like the cholesterol thing was kind of a bummer. And like, I put back on all the way I lost, but I also like, don't give a fuck. I'm as happy in my skin as I've ever been. I did some things to make myself feel better and look better. And I don't regret any of the motherfuckers. shit. no, I did not get a BBL. This booty is all mine. I, um, (laughs) was like, am I going to talk about what I got done? Sure. I had cool sculpting done last year and um, you're supposed to see full results in like 12 weeks. And I'm just about, I'm like 11 weeks out. And at first I was like, oh, I don't see any results. But like I did my chin, I did my upper stomach, my upper flanks and my arms. Um, The arms to me, uh, I don't, I can like see more of my tricep when I flex and I don't lift weights. I do work out, but I don't lift Mm -hmm. weights. The tummy feels, um, you know, not as tummying as it was before the chin. I definitely notice a difference in the chin and I see a definite reduction in my flanks, but just like overall, I don't know what happened. Like the fat cells freezed off and the rest of the shit redistributed and I look good as fuck period because i have been working out for like six days a week since last october and i really didn't feel like i could see a difference and so i'm like well let me do a little something and either it's gonna do nothing and i wasted my money or it'll give me a nice little jump start to keep going or it'll like finish me off in a way that i really enjoy so like (laughs) i'm kind of i know i'm kind of in like a uh, I think that maybe it worked kind of, but I also feel now more motivated to keep going on my fitness journey because while I was doing it, I'm like, well, I don't want to work out too much. Cause I want to see if these results are me or this fucking procedure. I just paid a shit ton of money for. Um, but not really. Cause it was on like 75% off sale. So cool sculpting. If you don't know, yeah, was it painful? Yes. <laughs> uh, that was quick. Uh, uh, some areas, yeah, yeah, like a lot. So cool sculpting is basically you, they freeze the fat cells, thereby killing them with a process where you go on this machine and it puts this thing on you and fucking cools your body down to like sub zero temperatures in sections at a time. You sit with the applicators on for like 30 to 50 minutes, depending on the area. And um, you pay for each applicator. So I have purchased enough applicators to do all of those areas twice. Um, So for the chin, the first girl, she did just one applicator. And it basically freezes your fat to look like a stick of butter. And then they have to like massage you down. And then your body expels the fat cells through, you know, however you expel shit out of your body, through your kidneys, liver, some shit. Um, but I never experienced any like after effects. So the procedure, they put a bunch of like gel and shit on you. And then this like suction cup thing 
and you just sit there. You have to sit still for the entirety of the procedure. The first time the girl did my chin, we did one applicator. The second time they did two applicators. This was by far the worst and most painful area. If you could just imagine somebody putting a vacuum on your neck and you cannot move for like 45 minutes. Oh my and God. Then, so like the first few minutes of it was excruciating because it, it's as it's getting cold it just is like this fucking sucks but then either you get numb or whatever and after like two minutes it's fine um the first round of chin and arms were fucking excruciating the gut and the and the um love handles were fine second round really nothing was uncomfortable by the second round you have to wait at least 24 hours before you treat an area more than once but they would like you to wait like a, a four weeks, I think is the cycle, um, to, to double up. So I would go in and do like one area and then like the next day do another area, the next week, another, the next week, another, then waited a month and started all over again. <sighs> you could like work, watch TV. They have you just like laying down in a bed or whatever. So, uh, Linda Evangelista famously, uh-huh. Um, had some bad cool sculpting and had been out of the public eye for several years because she had been disfigured. So what happened to her oh, no. is her her body stayed the same shape as the applicator. So she had these like large, hard deposits of fat that looked like sticks of butter all over her body. Um, that is a huge like publicity thing that had really like shaken the industry because now whenever people call to talk about the cool sculpting they want to bring up linda evangelista and as i did i have been this is something i have been researching for just under 10 years uh, my coworker yeah. got it done and she had recently lost like 60 pounds and she was like a marathon runner and she just still had those last little pockets of fat that weren't going anywhere and she did this and she looked great she still looks great um it's like liposuction, but slower, basically. Oh, and because and I had just no, in, no, um, what's the word? Anesthesia. Incisions. Oh, yeah. No incisions, no anesthesia. And because I had just gone through two years of like health shit, I did not want to go under for something elective. So I was like, I'm not going to do lipo. I'm going to do this. Um, so yeah, if anybody has any questions, I'm happy to answer them. How I'm not ashamed. Was it? Um, so originally it would have cost me like $20,000, but oh my God. The, I know, but with the sale, it ended up being around like $9,000. I put a deposit down and I'm financing the rest. That's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. At first I was like, oh, you know, whatever, but like, I'm not embarrassed. I, you know, whatever I did a thing to make me happy and I, I would do it again. Yeah. No, I mean, I think life is is very short and i you know there are so many scientific medical advances that have been made in in the spirit of like making life a little easier and simpler do i wish mm-hmm. we had a cure for cancer sure do i yeah. wish uh you know we had a cure for like blindness and yeah you know like all those other things, sure. But while medicine is working and discovering other great things on the way, there is no reason right. to be ashamed of using those advancements to just like wake up and be like, cool. And none of the side effects are like, you could die. 
Um, the only thing was that they wanted you to be a year out of any surgery and not on blood thinners. So like as my reward for being a year out of surgery and off my blood thinners, I was like, I'm about to go get my body done. Yeah. And I think I look great. I don't know if it's attributed to the cool sculpting or my new um, change of mind, something, but I, I'm baby the titties is titting the ass is assing the face is facing i am feeling myself and like as a person who has known you for 15 years like you look great thank you you have always looked great thank you but like you look great thank you thank you and i don't think that like could i have achieved whatever this is right now without the cool sculpting probably but it was just annoying it was it was fucking annoying i was like i work out almost every fucking day and i don't see the results i want to see um but like i did not get my ass done everybody's like oh that um that little bbl you did look like didn't i did not there's no shame in a bbl but that would be greedy (laughs) of me you mean book bags (laughs) and lunch boxes (laughs) yes (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so this year moving forward is really my energy bank account. I'm being as frugal with that as I am with my regular bank account because this treatment is a budget pinch for me. And so I can't be blowing money like a rapper at the strip club no more. I have to really watch Baby. my spending and I'm going to do that with my energy as well. That is my, that is my, how I'm new year, new me is just being very very responsible with my energy yeah i'm saying no a Mm -hmm. lot Mm -hmm. i hope so and i hope it's not to i hope you're saying no to work is my hope for you i'm saying no a lot yeah good no is a complete sentence a complete sentence. And I think to so much of my desire to say yes all the time mm-hmm. came from fear mm. and like um, fear of rejection, fear of people misunderstanding your intentions, fear of lots of opportunity or, or whatever. And it's like, Saying yes to everything gets you all that shit anyway. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, to quote Heidi in Closet, at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it really doesn't. Um, it really so doesn't. I'm going to be really, 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 you know, I think one of the things that my therapist has said to me that I appreciate, and I, I think in a way that only she can like super adequately reflect back to me, mm-hmm. um, but she's like, talked about some specific ways that she's really noticed some some change in growth in the way that I like think about things or the way that I talk about things or 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 the way that I allow myself to process certain things and so now I'm like yes 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 on that reparenting journey now the lesson is to relearn the power of no and the power of saying like thank you so much for asking me to do this work opportunity to like you know do this social thing to whatever I'm just not able to do that. Like, I can't do it. Thank you so much. I'm honored. No. Mm-hmm. I can't no. wait. I said a very big no this season that felt good. And it, 
and it continues to feel good. That's the thing. Saying no and then regretting it later used to bite me in my ass. But now I'm like, you know, I'm very confident in these no's because I've considered myself. Like, if anything, I'm living a very me-centered life. And like, people say self-centered as like a bad thing. But really, like, I spent the last year falling in love with myself after we almost didn't make it out of the previous year. And now the person I love the most is me. So of course I'm going to take care of her and set boundaries and spoil her and like make the best decisions. I mean, there's this, you know, there's this video and we have all kinds of feelings about her and we make jokes about her all the time and the jokes go off. So the jokes will persist. But there's this video of Ianla and Oprah at like some whatever event and and i like saved this video because i make myself watch it like once a month um is like we thought we we talk about being selfish as like a bad thing but if you think about it as self-full and that like your primary responsibility as a person is to keep your tank full because like you know what she said in the book is like if you keep giving to the point that your own cup is empty you make the people around you thieves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like yeah mm-hmm. i don't actually want to make you a thief i want our relationship to be healthy mm-hmm. i want to love you i want to have so much space and light and love for you in my life and i can't do that if every time my phone rings and I see it's you, I roll my eyes. I'm making Mm -hmm. you a thief and our relationship actually isn't that healthy. Or even like people you love and relate really well with. It's like, if you've spent so much time and energy on all this other shit that now you have barely anything to give the people in your life, like then what are you doing? What are you doing? Anyway, girl, hey boo. I mean, I just, I'm so sad that this is the very first tennis season that in a very long time. No Serena Williams? What that lady is doing. Maybe it'll be more peaceful for you. I think so. I think I just like don't give a shit about tennis anymore. (laughs) Which is also fair, at least for a while. Um... But uh, I I was watching the semifinals, the college football semifinals. Not that I was watching it on purpose. I was just like at a restaurant and everybody was like jumping up and screaming about uh, those two games. And yeah, I, I, I really... Do you remember the time? When we fell up... Actually, the exact day. Glued to the television on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, (laughs) Friday, Saturday, watching football. Oh my God. It's fucking Thursday, Monday, Thursday, sometimes Saturday, and Sunday. More times a week than I went to church. Football? Right. Ciao. Like it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a beautiful sport. It, it's like you know I think it means a lot to lots of people. Sure, I, you know like that's amazing. Y'all but got it. Yeah, damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah. My lord. Uh, so my hey boo is Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> Same. No, no, I I don't. The Warriors are stressing me out. But they've been winning. They want. They did not embarrass us on Christmas Day. Thank God. I was very nervous. That was that was a possible that I could not call. They did not embarrass us on Christmas Day, and for that, I am wholly grateful. Because I really thought it, it was gonna go another way. Um, yeah, no, I, I just, I'm saying no, especially now that I like, yeah, I was about to say something on mic that I did not need to say. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I just like, I feel this part of my life. I'm caring so much less about sports now. I've heard that sentiment too. Um, I love sports. I just. I like, I care less about a, a less amount of sports. Like I'm, you know, the world cup did tickle my premier league fancy yeah. and, you know, Arsenal's at the top of the table. So that's super exciting. So I'm, a, I'm a little bit more involved in that than I have been. Um, baseball. I mean, my team is not great, uh, but I'm like more involved in baseball as a whole. Now I'm like, in a group chat with a bunch of women who love baseball and they're like writers, producers, and you know, so I'm, I'm more knowledgeable about baseball as a whole than I've yeah. ever been, but I really don't care about my team right now. Um, but basketball is really the only one that I'm invested in. And I still haven't really reached like, I'm going to watch basketball all day because it's on again. It, the pandemic kind of took that from me. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Um, my hey, hey boo, I have two hey boos because um, the there are two people on the ballot for the Baseball Hall of Fame that I just wanted to shout out because they're black. Oh, uh, Tori Hunter, who is like famously a twin, but he also was a Dodger and a Tiger. So clearly I've never rooted for him. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> Uh, outfielder, Tori Hunter, spelled with two eyes, And then Gary Sheffield, hmm. who was a Marlin and a Yankee, and maybe something else. Okay. Right fielder, that third baseman, shortstop. I, I like know these players. I've watched them, their careers play. I mean, I know Gary Sheffield. And that, yeah. There so are very, where that was absolutely a skeet based taboo. Oh, wonder, 100%. Even now with this like gray beard and grown man weight, I'm not, I'm not mad. That A. Um, but hey, boo to those gentlemen for getting on the ballot. Um, I know we're about to get into the meanwhile on Instagram. Yeah. Actually, um, I don't have anything good. I just wanted to do like a some people have died recently, and I'd like to say a few things. Okay, yeah, we could say we could that that'll be. I just uh, this piece of news just dropped. Oh, huh. Um, Rolling Stone just released their list of the two hundred best singers of all time. Oh no, no, I rebuke lists in the name of Jesus. Um, I'm happy to report that there that everyone in the top ten is a is a member if not a satellite member of the of diaspora. The media. I was going to say, I feel like this list comes out every year and it's usually fake and then it's just made for people to argue about. 
I uh, hate lists. I hate them. Three or ah, uh, there are five men in the top ten. Okay. Um, would you like to guess any of their names? Beyonce. Five men. Oh, I was just guessing a oh, name on the list. The yeah, yeah. Yes, Beyonce is number eight. Mariah Carey. Number five. Whitney Houston. Number two. Luther Vandross. Not in the top ten. That's why I hate lists. Freddie, <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Not in the top ten. What the fuck? List that Chris Cornell? Not in the top ten. What is the name of the list? The 200 best singers of all time. Yeah, no. Fuck that list. Uh, the top 10 in descending order is Al Green, number 10. Like, sure. Otis Redding. Okay. Beyonce. Right. This is too low for me, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, no. What the fuck is this list? Ray Charles. No, as a singer? Mariah Carey. Sure. Billie Holiday. Sure. Sam Cooke. Okay. Whitney Elizabeth Houston. Yes. And number one is obvious. Who? Aretha. Yeah. I th I think they did the men kind of dirty because like I, best, like record selling storyteller. I like, I love Marvin Gaye, but like vocally. Uh. Yeah. Marvin Gaye is in the top, is number 20. He's got a great voice, but do I think like, when I think of like amazing vocalists, n those men don't really jump out. It's Stevie, yeah, for fucking sure. Um, Otis Redding, sure. Yeah, but Sam Cooke, I don't think that he. <sighs> I'm not saying anything against Sam Cooke's voice. I fucking love Sam Cooke, but like when I think of like Luciano Pavarotti. I mean, fucking Sebastian here's all, Bach. Here's all you need to know about the list. Luther Vandross. Here's, I'm going to say three names on the, three names. Kelly Clarkson. Brandon. Hello. Yeah. Aaliyah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to give Aaliyah a Oh, no, vocalist. I'm just saying three names who are on the list. Oh, wow. Aaliyah. And I don't is, hate her. Who do I you love think Aaliyah. is the highest is the highest uh rate of those three yeah kelly kelly clarkson lowest brandy no kelly is the lowest that's crazy kelly, i i mean yes in a top um, 200 kelly is 194 that's hilarious to me brandy is 193 this is what i mean aliyah is 40 Aaliyah shouldn't be on the list of best singers. No shade. That's not shade. That's not shade. That's not shade. I just think that that's like that's not shade. That's just a fact. I'm just thinking like when I hear something like best singer and Luther Vandross, like, Aaliyah is, is higher not... than Etta James. We're not yeah. doing this. This is why I don't fuck with lists. I think they're stupid. And now people are going to be talking about that dumb shit all day. When if if Freddie Mercury or Luther Vandross is not in your top five or ten, it's a dumb list. Freddie Mercury is is number t 13. No, no. <laughs> you said no, it's still. Like, this is the thing. Like Elton John. Elton, listen, Reginald Dwight, he be singing. But he when I singing. think of, but when I think of singers, like people who be singing, I don't think of, of fucking. Oh, I'm sorry. Luther is 31. That's, that's there's no asinine. 
That's asinine. Although, Shaka. Who did they say was number one? Aretha. Yeah, obviously. Aretha. <laughs> obviously. And honestly, like, they could have flopped that one and two, and I would have been fine. Whitney Elizabeth was number two? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that we, we can we can argue. Um, but, like, men? Luther is not in the top five. Luther Vandross? Luther's in the top five men. Luther Vandross is one of the greatest singers that has ever, ever. drew breath in time memoriam. Not Mary J. Blige being 25. Again, I don't think that Mary can't sing. Some people say she can't I sing. I didn't say that. Um, I just don't think of like, when I think of vocalists, I think of Jill and Erica before I think of Mary. Just Correct. like technical singing ability. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Mary Baby. Blige is no. 25. I don't yeah, know no. who George Jones is. I'm going to leave that alone. I don't either. Smokey Robinson is 23. Again, like Smokey had a smooth ass fucking falsetto. He should be higher than that. Like he's got an amazing voice. And Dale is 22. Is Frankie, um, what his name is? Beverly. Not- not Frankie Valley, child. The black Avalon. one. The little black boy. What the little boy name is. Why do fools fall in love? Oh, girl, you know I don't know. Yes, you fucking know. Hold Nina on. Simone is 21. This ain't it. <sighs> anyway, fuck that list. Frankie um, Lyman. Yes, thank you. Uh, Michael Jackson, even? I Michael Jackson of... is not in the top 40. Wow. Because I think Michael had an amazing voice as a child. Prince is 16. Yeah, okay. Freddie, I'm sorry, Freddie is 14. Patsy Klein is 13. Yeah, like, uh, is Karen Carpenter on the list? Not, not here. John Lennon is 12. Little Richard is 11. John Lennon? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, Chris Cornell is 80. That's wild to me. Uh, so some people passed away this week. Vivian yeah. Westwood, who I did not know was still alive. Barbara right. Walters, who made it to the ripe old age of 93. And 93. then just as this morning, um, the last remaining living pointer sister, Anita. Oh my God. At the age of 74. Um, people are peopling already about this. Talking about Barbara Walters was anti-black because she never asked white women if their hair was real. I'm like, okay, I don't. Oh, and Pele, uh, soccer star Pele passed away. So the other people are like, Pele was anti-black. He never claimed to be black. He had a black daughter that he didn't claim. He only liked white women, white people. And so like, okay, um, sure. But like, no. 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 Like, Kirstie Alley died, and the timeline drug her because she spent the last, like, six years of her life being a vile, racist Trumper. So, like, that I get. Um, and even that, I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Like, she was a, a, a Hollywood person that had a great career, and people... It wasn't like long hours of programming about her, but like I was watching CNN the day she died and they showed a little infographic of her. Like, fine, whatever, whatever. I'm not like 
oh hell yeah i'm dancing on this bitch gray fuck that bitch i I never saw any of her maga stuff all the people who were talking about her were either black and or black and gay so i'm like i believe it next but like somebody was like uh y'all can cry for that lady if you want to but she was anti but i'm like okay like oh okay also like feel like i don't understand this is this is the thing that will continue to just leave me so confused is why is it any of your business how Mm -hmm. someone else grieves Mm -hmm. and the other way around if you are grieving someone and no one else is Mm -hmm. why is it any of your business how somebody else grieves grief is about a person's memory with a person about someone else who is lost Yes. It's not, it's not, it ain't you. It ain't, it ain't you. It ain't, like you ain't I can see if you're going up for somebody who was a horrible person and you didn't know and somebody giving you a nudge and you'd be like, oh yeah, okay. Like I was, I saw a video of Godfrey and I'm like, damn, I didn't, didn't know Godfrey was this fine. And my friend was like, yeah, he's also like an anti-vaxxer and a fucking idiot. I'm like, oh, there goes my lady boner. Like that's the sort of shit I want to know. <laughs> right. If I, if I'm skeeting over somebody who ain't shit, please tell me. But like, Barbara Walters like asked black women about wigs 40 years ago on TV, 30 years ago. Okay. Right. What has she done since then? And I mean, like, sure. Let's make some base assumptions about a white woman who grew up in the time that she did with the privilege that she did. Yeah. Like, I'm not expecting her to be motherfucking, you know, wokey suzette like she there's there's she, no that's a fool's errand for you to expect right her. but she also Did gave she a platform grow? to to whoopi goldberg sherry exactly. shepherd raven simone at one time like i uh and it's not like black people were like oh my lord jesus they done took barbara walters oh lord jesus we were just all like damn the end <laughs> basically i was just like oh an end of an era the end you know god bless her family may she rest in peace that's it that's all that's it and that was the majority of what i saw of women of women journalists like she was a pie lover hater kind of big deal feel however you want about her and now she's gone yeah it's kind of a big deal that's all i I wasn't like oh my lord the cookout and lord i hope rosa fox goes to great no no (laughs) but you know an era but now that she's dead, you'd be like, you can cry for that old racist ass white lady if you want to. Like, who's crying? No one's crying. I just, I, this, this is the thing that I think makes me really sad is that like, not just the pandemic and us like retreating to these lives of absolute isolation, Jesus. but just the sort of like callousness, mm-hmm. the callousness, whatever. Is what I, I, I heard you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the way that we have become so callous about our emotions on social yeah. media and like low key sociopathic, mm-hmm. like I don't know how we overcorrect, like how we get back. Because on all sides too, crazy. on it all sides, crazy. everybody has a hot take when somebody dies. Like it's, it's just, crazy. it's very weird. Very weird. Um. Anyway, fucking weirdos. Thanks. Um, for being here, <laughs> I'm yeah. glad to give y'all a little some some. You know, the holidays were crazy and moving around, and you know, we we needed a couple of little weeks, but you know, we was gonna be back. Yeah, as usual. Um, you know what else is happening this year? What? The 10 year anniversary of this podcast. 
which is crazy because it's been 10 years since I left California. Like, I cannot believe we have been doing this for 10 years. For 10 for years. For 10 years, nigga. If we were only more consistent and less afraid of this getting out to our real jobs, we could blow up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not, well. that, not that I'm afraid. It's just that this is my safe space and I feel. I really like, be talking shit about people and cussing everybody out, and I, yeah. I just don't. And also, don't you could it. take an isolated sound bite and it be horrible. And I'm working. My personal goal for this podcast is to to be more aware that the people that we're discussing, whether we like them or not, are human beings. Like even when we're critiquing our little shows we watch or whatever. Like I said, Rita Baga excellent drag queen it's just not the kind of drag that i go up for but she has found her people she has loads of fans i'm not saying you are a horrible person you should die you should never do drag again oh my god i'm just saying it's not for me yeah yeah it's not for me that's it so i'm trying to be more cognizant about like how i speak about people on this platform because unless they are like actually a horrible human being that has done a great deal of harm to many other human beings i'm like i don't know that lady (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, like, girl, what, like, live your life. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't feel like uh, you deserve to win, but. Yeah, yes, (laughs) yes. But I don't understand what brings people to the, like, death threats and shit. Like, that's very weird to me. It does not make any sense. Um. Everyone should be watching We're Here, especially these last two episodes. It's It makes you very uncomfortable. It makes you sad. But I hope it'll change you just a little bit. One can hope. Yes. All right. Well, that's it. We'll see you in like three weeks. <laughs> uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. But not the day for you to try it. Bye. Bye. Bye.